Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 5 episode 37 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, studying in the week of February the 6th to February the 12th in John chapters 2 to 4. Today we'll finish off John chapter 3 um, and possibly go into John chapter 4. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try and get another episode in sometime this weekend, but it is a very busy weekend ahead of us, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, so we left off just before John 3.16, which is probably one of the most well-known verses in the entire New Testament, indeed, in the, in the whole of Scripture. And uh, it reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Uh, cl- clearly here, this is uh, an important uh, principle about faith in Jesus Christ. Faith in him has power. Power to change us, power to motivate us, power to help us become closer to him. Uh, and it's through this faith that we can see great miracles. So, um, I mean, there's a number of things to mention here. First of all, uh, a quote by a president, uh, by Elder Peter M. Johnson, who said, quote, First remember that the first great and great commandment is to love God with our heart, might, mind and strength. All that we do should be motivated by our love for him and for his son. As we develop our love for them by keeping their commandments, our capacity to love ourselves and to love others will increase. We will begin to serve family, friends and neighbours because we will see them as the Saviour sees them, as sons and daughters of God. Close quote. The, The fact that we are begotten that we are children of god the fact that we are connected to him with this relational um connection is such an important thing uh, and we have the opportunity and blessing to see just how um as sons and daughters of god we can also see each other like that uh, and had to have this love of god for others is such an important part an aspect of uh our development here as well. Um, also, uh, the, in the Come Follow Me manual, there is a quote by Elder Jeffrey R. Holland, who said, uh, quote, The first great truth of all eternity is that God loves us with all his heart, might, mind and strength. Close quote. So the first question really to consider is, how do we recognise or how do we feel God's love? I mean, we know that... This verse talks about how the Saviour was sent because of this perfect love that uh, Heavenly Father has for us. Um, and that through this sending of us of our Saviour, he has provided a way for us to be saved in this great plan. In verse 17 it says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. We see this reflected throughout the Saviour's ministry. And even when he speaks harshly to people such as to the Pharisees and Sadducees, he is doing so, uh, I imagine, in a way to try and shake them out of their way of thinking. Um, The Saviour is there to help us change, be cleansed, repent and be saved. Um, He is not there to make us feel shame or to make us feel um, cast out or to make us feel any of those feelings, um, we bring that upon ourselves or it, or some of those feelings may well come from the adversary 
to make us feel like we're not good enough, that we cannot be saved. Um, the Savior's feelings that we feel from him through the Spirit are, well, we know the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, comfort, hope. Hope is a really important part of this. And the hope that we feel from these verses can lift us uh, and help us to um, <coughs> um, change and become better, to improve ourselves, to come closer to him. All things he does enlighten truth. And in fact, in verse 21, it says, But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. Now, what's interesting with this final verse uh, in the interchange between Nicodemus and Jesus uh, is that Jesus is talking about doing things in the light or deeds being done in the light so that they can be made manifest. Now, remember, at the start, we talked about Nicodemus and how he came to the Saviour in the shadow of darkness um, at night time. Um, is this possibly a little um, point to Nicodemus to start to evidence and show his faith in the Saviour rather than um, hide it, uh, possibly, or, or it may well just be um, <clears throat> teaching about light and darkness. So as we come to kind of the conclusion of the focus of our study in chapter 3, I mean, there is more uh, in chapter 3, more focusing on about uh, John the Baptist uh, and what his uh, test testimony is about the Saviour, which we have discussed before. Um, but to kind of round this bit off, uh, let's consider how we evidence or how we show or recognise um, God's love. When do we feel take time to feel God's love? Uh, the Come and Follow Me manual asks a few questions about this. In particular, I like this, quote, The sac sacrament provides a time to reflect on the love of God and the gift of his Son. What sacrament hymns help you feel this love? What could you do to make the sacraments more meaningful? Close quote. Um, it's interesting it picks out the sacraments specifically. And, of course, the sacrament is the perfect time uh, in our week where we can um, reflect on and consider the uh, sacrament and the Saviour's sacrifice for us, exactly what happened, to which then led to the sacrament being instituted to help us remember the Saviour. One of my favourite sacrament hymns uh, is Reverently and Meekly Now. It's number 185 uh, in the current hymn book. Uh, and that's because uh, this is actually written from the perspective of the Saviour speaking to you as if he is speaking across to you from the sacrament table before you partake of the sacrament. Um, I'm not going to read it now because it's four verses long and um, it is probably too long to read here. But I would invite you and um, encourage you to, to go and read uh, those um, because it, it took me a while until I was kind of later in my youth to realise that this verse was actually speaking from the point of view of the Saviour uh, at the sacrament table. And when I realised that, um, just the power of it and the the personal relationship that the Saviour demonstrates in these words, I, I feel they are inspired words um, that we read, uh, are just beautiful. And again, evidence and show uh, that love that God had to send his only begotten son and the love that our, his only begotten son had to volunteer to, to come and to be sacrificed and to go through what he did uh, for every single one of God's children. Uh, not just those that believe on him, let's not forget, but there are blessings from the atonement that come to every child of God. Um, even if they don't believe on him, the the, the, res the, the blessing of a resurrection, the <coughs> opportunity that 
the vast majority will have to go to a kingdom of glory, no matter what that kingdom is. Um, this gospel is a saving, exalt, exalting, but also saving gospel. And it was interesting to listen. Just one last thing. Uh, if, you don't, uh, if you're not subscribed to the, the um, Fair LDS podcast, I would really recommend you do that because uh, the Latter-day Saint Faircast is currently uh, publishing out once a week um, episodes from a <coughs> person who's a member of the church but used to be an evangelical Christian. Uh, and they go through questions um, that evangelical Christians would have about our church's doctrine based on a question from each of these week's Come Follow Me studies. And the one this week, based on John chapter 2 to 4, was what must I do to be saved? And it was fascinating to hear what an evangelical perspective is on being saved um, and how our faith brings a lot of hope and joy um, compared to um, an evangelical view on what it is to be saved and those that don't, are not saved. Um, and just how... Um, anyway, it, it's really worth listening. I can't really do it justice myself. But I'd recommend you listening and uh, subscribe to that podcast currently because I am enjoying those uh, weekly episodes that come out based on our Come Follow Me study. So thank you very much for your time. Uh, we'll go through John chapter 4. I'll try and get out like a double episode or a couple of episodes tomorrow or we might even cover it on the Monday um, as well just to make sure we get that covered because uh, the discussion between the Saviour and the woman at the well is a wonderful one that we must not miss. So thank you so much for your time and until we meet again. <laughs>